Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Our lead story today is all about what's happening in the U.S. with its election laws. Now, laws across the U.S. are being looked at in many states. Two states have now actually enacted legislation to restrict or change voting requirements. Now, this may not on the face of it sound like an important thing for Singapore to know about, but as more and more states look at these laws and change them, it will directly impact what happens in the next election coming up, the presidential election and the the by-elections, which, of course, changes the administration, which, of course, has impact for Singapore and the rest of the world. Joining us now to give us the latest, Andreas Preuss, radio host at WRAS 88.5 FM, Atlanta, Georgia, a career journalist, a news hound. Andreas, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, and I guess I look a little fuzzy here. So, Cindy, nice to see you. <laughs> you know, I put a nice shirt on. I'm, I'm kind of out of focus here. Yeah, you put your Sunday, uh, you yeah. put your Sunday shirt on and everything for us. Thank you, Andreas. Yeah, That's the last time I was wearing a hat and a t-shirt. Yeah, and I think it was like they thought I was I was like insulting them. <laughs> but you know, I don't want to ever insult the people of Singapore because I respect them. Well, yeah. Andreas, it's great to see you, even if slightly blurry this morning. But that's okay. We're all right. Anyway, so we'll we'll let's let's move on though. In any case, because um, this new law that was that was passed uh, in Georgia uh, very much impacts voter registration and how people can actually vote. Can you just give us an overview? And we'll we'll talk about the controversy behind it, but an overview first of what it's actually going to do. Well, you know, you said restrict. Mm. So one person's restriction is another person's security. Absolutely. Right. So yep. some people on one side say you know voters are being restricted and. You know, are there even some people are even calling it Jim Crow 2.0. And then others are saying these are issues that need to be making elections secure. You know, so, you know, there's once again, it's the one hand on the other hand situation. Some are seem rather archaic or unbelievable that there may be people in the state of Georgia that don't have licenses or identification. Mm-hmm. But there are about 200,000 voters that did not have voter identification, which could be a driver's license. It could be a state-issued identification card. It could also be a passport. You're almost thinking, how could somebody not have those pieces of paper? But some people do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're also restricting the ballot boxes, where if you vote early, you can drop your ballot into a mailbox. Those now have to be inside a polling place. And they're only open, you know, 9 to 5 when that polling place is open. And that's called a security measure. Because, you know, ballot rigging. But really, you know, this is almost, I heard somebody say this, this is a, a solution looking for a problem. You know, they've come up with all these solutions, but Georgia, they kept saying over and over again, there were no ish- election issues here. You know, yes, Donald Trump, you know, there were some scurrilous phone calls involving Donald Trump with the, uh, you know, the, the state officials to try to, you know, find votes that weren't there. But they kept saying there were no issues here in Georgia, yet they passed these very restrictive and or secure laws. Yeah. One of the one of the laws now, uh, Andreas, was that people cannot pass out and drink bottles of water when they're standing in line to wait to cast their ballot. How, how is that possibly, you know, impacting security at the ballot box? Have they explained that? Well, there is some, there is a electioneering is a law mm-hmm. and there's a certain distance that you can't have signs from sure. a polling place, sure. you know, signs for, for uh, people running for office. You can't have people 
you know, uh, campaigning for a candidate at the polling place. These are laws that are very well established mm-hmm. across the United States. So what this law is designed to do is that, you know, if you have long lines, look, people were waiting for six hours right. in lines. In the election now, there was a pandemic. There was six-foot distance between each person. Things were moving very slowly. So would that be an average six hours? Mm. Probably not, but still, you could wait an hour or two. And there's, you know, the theory behind that is if somebody's giving you a bottle of water that has a vote for so-and-so on it, could that change people's minds? I, I don't know. But that's that's the intent of that law. I yeah. see. And it was interesting. I noticed the the pictures of the the governor Governor Kemp signing this thing. He was surrounded by, by what four or five white older men, and there was a picture of a plantation behind them. Uh, it, the the optics of this just just la- just play absolutely play into the notion that the critics say that this is this these laws this new uh, set of laws will restrict. Uh, people of color, uh, African-Americans specifically. Uh, is that still getting any play in Georgia in terms of how, how this all looks versus the actual specifics of some of this? Well, like Cindy would say, these guys were all dressed very nicely, but come on, really? <laughs> it was behind closed doors. Right. There was a portrait of a plantation. They were all white. You know, I mean, there is just a you know, just common sense, you would think, you know, either I'm going to do it by myself, but, you know, people want to take credit. Mm. Uh, there was a state lawmaker who tried, who, who knocked on the door to try to get her in because this was a closed event that was being broadcast virtually. She was, so Afri- no she was African-American, there. right? She was trying yes, to get she in. she was African-American. She knocked mm. on the door. She was arrested. So she's fa- facing felony charges <laughs> right now. And she said, you know, I did what I needed to do. So, I mean, that's pretty extreme when you have that type of situation where just a, a fellow state lawmaker is trying to, you know, get in, uh, you know, was she going to disrupt the thing? You know, I don't really know, but she was arrested. So, yeah, but, yeah. you know, it, it's not it's not a good picture, I think, to have that. Yeah. It just yeah. seems very, uh, you know, insensitive. To yeah. A certain there, you know, this uh, also a law was passed in Iowa, not too dissimilar. Um, specifics were, were slightly different. Uh, but in other state legislatures around the U.S. in Republican-controlled states, there there has been talk that others will try to put in some of these laws as well. And this directly comes after the Trump claims that he won and, and the election was rigged and all that. Do you expect that there, we will see more legislatures around the U.S. Uh, come up with these laws, some sort of laws that, that as, as you said, one person says it's for security, the other says it's to disenfranchise people? I do. I, I think that this election was very close to, to a certain point. And people want to be assured that this election, that their elections are as secure as possible. But once again, disenfranchised versus security. Many states have the voter ID law that you have to have identification. California, other states. So this is not a new law, but these these kind of like you said, the water bottle, the food in the line. That that seems kind of unusual when you think about it, you know. But is that going to be something? I don't know. I mean, that seems pretty uh, pretty uh, intense to do. But yeah. yes, I do think it's going to be something that because of the issues involving elections. And the concerns about security or hacking or shenanigans, which we did see, which we did see to a certain point, that I think people, you know, the poll, the opinion polls in Georgia are very much in favor of this these election laws. 
I mean, the opinion polls in January are very much in favor of that. So, like I said, it's a solution looking for a problem. And what that means is there were no problems here, but there could be. And maybe they're thinking ahead that, you know, here they have solutions for potential problems that are coming up in the future. Yeah. the uh, At the time of the elections and then the recounts, the multiple recounts in Georgia, and then the second runoff election, uh, your your secretary of state, I believe, right, is a Republican that's in charge yes. of, of all the voting. And he multiple times, and he's a Trump supporter, multiple times said our elections were fair. They were they were absolutely accurate, et cetera, et cetera. So the governor is basically ignoring his own uh, appointed official that is on his side, one would assume, and and just coming up with these laws. Is that what's the discussion around that? Well, I mean, the governor wants to run for reelection. So you be the judge. And he's taking, you know, he may be taking efforts to appeal to his people, the Republicans, that. You know, this won't happen again next time. Look, Georgia was the center of the political universe. Yeah, it sure you was. You know, for that Senate race that we covered. You know, you had the two senators from Georgia that flipped. You know, flipped. So, I mean, you know, flipped the uh, Congress. So, you know, a lot of eyes are on Georgia, and they're once again back on the state of Georgia. So he's under intense scrutiny. But at the end of the day, he does need to please his party, mm. which is the Republican Party, especially he's running for reelection. Yeah. As we go forward, is there any way that any of these laws could be um, could be stricken, could be reversed? Well, there are lawsuits underway right now, specifically involving the Georgia case. So absolutely. If it's in the courts, you don't know. I mean, here I am speaking in the fog, the haze of the future. <laughs> Literally and <right>? figuratively. <laughs> with Literally your in the haze, right? <laughs> you know, um, Neil has called me Nostradamus, right? Which is, <laughs> yes, you know, he sure has. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's in the courts. So yeah. who knows? Anything could happen. I mean, anything, you know, anything could be struck down or approved and said, you know, then that, then that could then possibly open the door for other states, seeing that Georgia is a test case in the court system. Yeah. Andreas Price, thank you so much. Uh, radio host WRAS 88.5 FM in Atlanta, Georgia, filling us in on what's going on with the new voting laws in Georgia and what might be expected as we look further afield across the U.S. And by the way, that will have implications for the next election and may in some way impact Singapore as well. So thanks for being with us today, Andreas. Always good to be with you, Glenn. And Cindy, nice to see you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.